0: We've got all the racing news and people from around Victoria, racing's greatest state.
1: Welcome along to Colrain, Bendigo, Ballarat, Waterball, F365, Geelong, and good morning everybody from Swan Hill. Welcome to the South Surf Club. All ready.
2: Fire! Off they go.
0: For Country racing Victoria, this is the Country Racing Show.
2: Where we belong, country race is strong, it's got it all.
3: Yeah, it's time for the Country Racing Show, and we say it each and every week on Big V Racing. There is so much going on in the world of country racing here in Victoria, but Nikita Ross, as I say good morning to you, five country cups. It, it's getting close to probably being the busiest week.
0: It is a massive weekend ahead, Matt, and uh, great to be back in the studio with both of you again. Um, yeah, really exciting time for country racing and some uh, big cups coming up over the next few days.
2: Interested to ask Gwenda Johnson. I might be horribly wrong here, but I imagine she's won a few Chuka Cups.
0: I'll we'll have to find that out.
2: Yeah, I reckon she's had so many good. Uh, is it over 14? Because she's had so many good sprinter milers. So be interested to hear from uh, Gwenda. And there's also a couple of uh, where are they? Where's the other big um, bush meeting this weekend? Up at Towong.
0: So we've got Eden Hope, uh, Towong, and then Hinemunji all on Saturday, and then Sunday we've got the Atucha Cup and also Stony Stony Creek. So all over the states, there's no excuses not to find a Country Cup near someone because uh, we've got a, a widespread uh, array of mm. Country Cups this weekend. I'm
2: trying to recruit Nikita for our uh, Swifts Creek picnic finale extravaganza at Mount Hotham where mm-hmm. you stay up on the mountain in a ski lodge mm-hmm. and then you go down and do the rodeo. Any listeners are interested in coming as well? Okay. Uh, rodeo Saturday at um, Omeo and then the races at Swifts Creek on the uh, on the Sunday. You
3: haven't even invited me, Maddie, but you're going to open it up to the listeners. Fair enough. All right. Uh, we've got a few guests coming up on the country racing show. As Maddie Stewart mentioned off the top, Gwenda Johnson will join us ahead of a Chuka Cup day. Troy Kilgaw has got a heap going to Hinamunji. Penny Penfold's been in the uh, well; she's won a, another award. She does a marvelous job there in the western districts of Victoria. And Beau Mertens will join us on the road to the races today as well. As we are joined now by Gwenda Johnson ahead of a Chuka Cup day on Sunday. Good morning to you, Gwenda. How's hey, going? Yeah, good. Hey, we were just discussing a moment ago if you've won. And a chook a cup or two. Have you had any success yeah. in the cup?
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: we have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah How one, many, Gwenda? Uh, How many? One. Oh, okay. It wasn't hard to count. <laughs> <laughs> when was it? One.
4: one.
2: Wh- when was it, Gwenda?
4: It was in. Um, I don't know. It was uh, pinner rope. Uh, Mr. Start.
2: Right. Are okay. you got a runner on Sunday? I know you got multiple entries. Have you got a runner in the cup.
0: No. In the shadow ways we have. Mm. Gwenda, just having a look at some of your runners uh, that you've got at Echuca, obviously the local hometown cup. Um, Prevaro, a bit of a stable stalwart, I would imagine. Ten years old and comes here after being close up in the 955 at Mooney Valley, beaten under two lengths there at Big Odds. Second up, how has uh, has the horse come on since that run, being an older horse? Yeah, no, he's
4: super. Yeah, we, we um. He's run this race for a few years now and um and he's won it twice and we, we aim at this race yeah, this time of the year every year.
3: I see you've got young Rose Hammond riding for you a little bit as well. Gwenda, she does a bit of work for you, she goes well?
4: Yeah,
0: um she's our apprentice.
3: Yep. She's a yeah. good she's a good young jockey.
0: Yeah. Yep, yeah, she's come along good, yeah. Just uh, looking at a couple of your other runners that you've got, Gwenda, Impending Shadow, comes here after a second last time out at Kilmore, stays at the 1,200. Uh, Do you go in with much confidence?
4: Yeah, yeah, she went super at Kilmore. Um, Yeah, yeah, we think she'll go well.
0: What about Laika Swift, only lightly raced?
4: Yeah, he's only lightly raced. He's he's probably a little bit wayward, but just he's, he's learning the game.
3: All right. Yeah. What's the track looking like on? Do you know? Do you know what the track conditions are likely to be on the weekend? that will
4: be excellent. Yep.
2: Hey, Gwenda, would it be a th- you, the race you target on the program more than any other is probably the Shadowways for reasons uh, that are obvious. You've won that a few times, and um, Shadow Ways. There's a lot of photos of Shadowways around the place. I imagine around the, yeah. the living room there's, walls.
4: Yeah, there is
2: around right our walls. There sure is. <laughs> he was a superstar. <laughs> Brett Ravilla used to ride him. Is that right?
4: Oh, Nash Nash rode him, Brad rode him, and Mark Pegas.
2: Did he win a Group 1 or did he flash home in a few... He was a Group 1 winner, wasn't
4: he? Yeah, he won the Goodwoods.
2: Yeah, that's right. He was an absolute superstar. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you won the the race named in his honour? How
4: many times have won the Shadowways? We've won it half
2: three times. Is he still around? Is he still in some paddock somewhere?
0: Yeah, he is. Is you Moama at the owner's place. Yeah. Gwenda, uh, who's your best chance going into a Echuca Cup Day on Sunday? Um,
4: probably Prevro and Impending
3: Shadow. All right. We might have to have something on the pair of them then. Uh, yeah. Gwenda, appreciate your time. Enjoy Cup Day. I think the sun's meant to be shining there in Echuca on the weekend, so look forward to it. It should be good fun. Yep, thank you. There's Brenda Johnson joining
2: us. And Mick, um, my mates race horses with him, and Mick's um, s- summaries, uh, pre race, um, uh, you know, uh, description of how they think the horse will run are very short and sharp. It's fair to say. Mm. He's a minimalist. Troy Kilgower's is not a minimalist when it comes to <laughs> numbers <laughs> of runners. I don't, I don't know how you get 10 up the hill to Hinnomungi from uh, Bansdale, but he's about to tell us. Hey, Troy, how are you going? Good, thanks yourself. Not bad. Um, how do you move all these horses in one go to these far-flung meetings?
1: Well we got um, I got an eight horse truck and I just rely on a you know a bit of a few owners take it a float, car and float. When I they ask they're so, yeah, all good, Works in. <laughs> not,
2: not many trainers enlist their owners to, yeah. to bring a horse float to the stable. <laughs> so most of your owners are horsey types obviously.
1: Yeah, there's a fair few, yeah, 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 all, they all like the horse and they all like going to the races. There's one there, they, uh, on a Saturday they go and I said, oh, would you mind putting the float behind? I said, no, not a problem, They're
0: so, all good. <laughs> Sound like pretty good owners to have, Troy. Uh, I would imagine the race day itself would be fairly busy. Have you got many many staff that uh, that help you there as well or do you rely on the owners to uh, to give you a hand with some strapping duties as well?
1: Yeah, no, as, as many horses we take, there their truck is full of people as well. They all want to pile in. They book seats twelve months in advance. They want to come with us. So know, there's seven in the front and eight horses in the back. So we're all good there.
2: Sounds like a like a hippy road trip to yeah, me bowing. up to the up to the mountains. Uh, you're, tell us you're about the, well met if you're uh, on there. Yeah, no, you know I'll be there one day. Yeah. Uh, um, Tell us about the experience of Yeah, of uh, we, we, we were talking to one of the board members the other day about this unusual situation where so many picnic clubs are, are, are not far from each other in those valleys uh, down that way, and Hinamundji's one of the more interesting ones. What's a day at the Hinamundji races like, uh, Troy?
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm sort of mingled too much in the crowd because I'm always busy putting saddles on most of the time, but... Um You know, they all get out from everywhere. It's like a big event that sort of happens once a year for them. They just come from everywhere and pile in, and they all come over to the horse area and have a chat. And yeah, they all want to know what's what's happening, how the horses are. It's just the atmosphere is just very good, you know.
2: How many would they get there?
1: Oh, no, I couldn't tell you that.
2: A couple of thousand, probably. No.
0: Troy, I would imagine this time of year when um, you're racing horses are on the picnic circuit, you wouldn't have to do a whole heap with them during the week. Tell us a little bit about the training side of things and what you do when you're racing them regularly.
1: Yeah, well, we, um, we've got to go to sale. I'm actually based at Charlton, which is like 40 minutes away. So we're normally uh, four days a week there, so we take eight and just rotate them. Um, I've got a 12-horse walker. Uh, a seven hundred metre track at home and, and the swimming pool, so we just sort of rotate them about, and I sit down each night and plan out what what uh, map each horse is
2: doing. How's the season? You're the numbers man of the picnics. You're sort of the backbone in a way. How how's the season been so far? We're we're sort of we had a terrible start with wet weather. How are you tracking along at about the three quarter mark of the season?
1: Well, we, we're starting to hit the straps a little bit now. We started off good. And then sort of flattened out for a bit. Um, a lot of horses just sort of had a few like went amiss and, and uh, a few not up to it. And Yeah, so now the back end of it, we're sort of starting to kick on with a double last week. We took seven there and I think only one ran out of the placing, so it was a good day.
3: Well, if you land a double at Hinamungie on, on Saturday, you, you might not be able to stick around too long. You might have to smoke bomb because you've got a busy day at Balnaring on Sunday as well.
1: Yeah, then we're off to Balnaring the next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Hey Troy, something that struck me is that there's a massive distinction even within the picnics between the far-flung meetings and the ones close to town. And we were talking about this yesterday. Balnarring's kind of the Flemington of the picnics, and the Swifts Creeks in Hindmarshes are uh, couldn't be more different. The the feel of them, even the type of people from those areas, it's it's a lot different from from track to track, isn't it? It is. It is. You get your
1: sort of you're more your upper class sort of. Uh, people sitting there at Balnarring, you know, and all dressed up and that. And not saying they don't get dressed up uh, up the hills and that either, but uh, it's just sort of yeah, more relaxed.
3: Gee, we're worried about dress codes in the city, Matthew. <laughs> Surely we're not going to start worrying about dress Ooh. codes at Balnarring. Why,
2: why do you think I like going to the picnics? <laughs> I'm not do, judged really like I am at Flemington.
1: <laughs> what was that, Troy? They do like to dress up a lot at coming to the piggies as well. Really, the, the crowds—you see a lot of them dressed up. Oh yeah, what like, like yeah. they're at going to Flemington.
2: Yeah. We watched. We and my one of my kids watched the fashions on the fields extravaganza at Mansfield when we were there, and there was a there was a virtual ring in Troy, so a non a non-entry claimed the prize, which was a bit controversial.
1: Yeah, we 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 get that at the uh, the bigger races at the picnics too, which we've made a few rules now, which is a bit better. So that's good.
3: Hey, we wouldn't go through your runners one by one because that would take. Probably the next uh, and we, two we and, and a half hours. We can bet on them anyway. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got one that'll be winning, though, over the weekend? Hey, look, um, Continuation
1: won well last week. Um, I don't think it's a very overly strong cup. He's gone up to seven and a half kilos there on Saturday, but oh, I think he'll take a pair of beating. All right,
3: if you're heading to Hinamungie, Matty,
2: Continuation's the one you want to be on. <sighs> when, when are you going to get a chopper, Troy, so a few of us who are pressed for time on Saturdays can get to these meetings?
1: <laughs> That'd be nice, mate. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, you have to ask Linda. Has Linda Meach
2: still got his? No, she's given that up. But uh, Michael D's going to get an aviation licence. Oh, right. Yeah.
3: Oh, OK. Yeah. Right. Well, if he keeps winning Blue Diamonds and Caulfield Cups, he can afford the Well, Nikita, you're eight. with Country Top Racing percent.
2: Victoria. When's Country Racing Victoria going to in- invest in a picnic chopper?
0: Look, I, I probably would say <laughs> it's not high on the list of priorities, but you never know. You can never rule it out, Matt. So
2: I, uh, drive safe up those windy roads,
3: mate. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good on you, Troy. Troy Kilgower joining us there. He's got a very busy weekend. He's got a heap of runners at Hinamundji, and then he heads to Belnaring On Sunday, we need to head to a break. Penny Penfold's going to join us on the other side of that, and then we're going to head on the road with Bo Mertens. All right, this is a text message that has come through Matt. I'm a former Omeo lad, grew up in the place, been to Hinamundji races in Swifts Creek, not for 40 years, but would be happy to drive you up and back in the day. I'll even race a horse up there for the day with you if you're keen. So there's an offer, Matt, that's probably too hard to refuse. Are you a nice man? (laughs) Well, he's, he's coming across as a pretty nice bloke. Nikita, you wouldn't knock that off of back, would you? No,
0: I think that's a lovely offer, of Matthew. What if he's, a, what be, if he's um... a
3: serial
2: killer? There's a lot of places to bury bodies up there.
3: Okay, and he's also sent through another message. By the way, omen tip for tonight, Pakenham Race 4 Number 4. We might have to get our... Someone to have a little look at that. Race 4 Number 4 at Pakenham tonight. All right. Now, Matthew and Nikita, did you see that Penny Penfold was awarded the Spirit of Racing Award at the Victorian Wakeful Club's International Women's Day event? And... I think Penny might have the record for the longest position title on LinkedIn. Ready? <laughs> this, is, this is how it reads. Club manager at Ararat Turf Club, Donaldon District Racing Club, Great Western Racing Club, Matoa, Marma Racing Club, Nillan District Racing Club, Sonada Turf Club, and the Wimmera Racing Club. How many? I think you have to take about five breaths to get that all out. <laughs> she does a wonderful job, and she joins us on the line now. Hello, Penny. Hi. Congratulations <laughs> on the award. Oh, thank you so much. Did
0: Penny, was it a bit of a shock was it a well-kept secret or uh were you a little bit um surprised when you uh when you turned up at the wakeful clubs event yesterday
5: yeah like all of the above um i yeah i kind of had a hunch that something was happening because um because i was invited uh so yeah but but very very shocked and surprised and um honored i guess yeah to receive the award it's um been really good 24 hours
2: i couldn't manage a sausage sizzle how do you manage so many clubs and which yeah. which is the more difficult one to, to manage
5: oh that's a tricky question uh depends who's listening i guess yeah. um yeah. so look i mean yeah i mean a, a couple of my clubs race you know or one races donald races seven are races uh six times so i guess in terms of um, you know, the more you race, the, the the more the more you've got to do. I guess. Uh, so maybe maybe those two clubs. I wouldn't say they're difficult. I'd just say they require more work.
3: Is is juggling them all difficult, Penny, or is it actually not as hard as it sounds?
5: Oh, look, I actually don't. I don't think it is terribly hard to be honest. Um, I, you know, I think it depends. Depends with the, the the team that you're working with. Um, I'm you know probably very lucky and fortunate to have. Amazing committees at all of my clubs that are that are easy to easy to work with and um, get along with. So, you know that that's 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 a good tick. Um, But yeah, I I guess in a sense, you know, if you're doing it for for one club, two clubs, three clubs, that you know you 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 apply the same principles if that makes sense. So, um, yeah.
0: I think uh, Penny's attitude is why she does the job so well because just like there, it's uh, it's never too hard. Um, Penny, for those that may not be aware, tell us a little bit about your background and I guess how you um, got into to the racing industry and managing these clubs.
5: Yeah, so... Look, I mean, when I started um, in the industry, oh, actually it's 15 years ago now, I probably shouldn't say that out too loud. <laughs> um, but, you know, I started with the Wimmer Racing Club. So the Wimmer Racing Club was a, a regional racing club with a centralised administration for for nine clubs within the Wimmer region. So, you know, when I started, I was a racing and events coordinator um, for all of those clubs. So, yeah, we were... We were, you know, a reasonably sized team running um, running those race meetings and 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 travelling throughout the Wimmera to do so. Um, but then, yeah, we, we restructured in 2010 and um, you know handed back those administration duties to each of the respective clubs, uh, and you know, and, and and then started a new chapter. So um, I guess I guess I started in the industry working, I guess working for many clubs, and that that's just what I'm used to. So um, it's, for me, it's very normal because that's, that's just what I've always known. I, I kind of didn't realise that, um, that other people thought that that was special. But um, anyway, it's, it's nice to
3: know. You're obviously a, a really integral part of, of country racing, especially in that area, Penny. What is it about country racing that you love so much?
5: Oh, I think there's, um, you know, for me, loving mean, there's many, yeah, there's, there's heaps, I guess, uh, in answer to your question. Um, you know, I love, I love the races. I love um, working within these communities to deliver the race meetings um, and yeah, I guess working with the volunteers. They, uh, they, they, they're, you know, they they show up for the love, for the love of the sport, um, and you know, volunteer their time. So, and you know, many of the communities that I work in. Um, the the races are the you know the biggest event uh on the on the calendar and it's um you know the racing clubs are a much loved part of those communities so yeah for me it's that um and you know the races are good fun (laughs) i think we would all agree so yeah
0: absolutely penny you've had a, a really busy time uh recently with plenty of cups and uh and different events have you got anything uh coming up that you're working towards at the moment what's the next big event
5: well, yeah. So I kind of I've wound down a little bit now. I mean, um, in terms of events, I've uh, held my last event for the season, and now, yeah, now I'm just ticking over. Um, you know, ticking over with uh, with winter race, autumn and winter race days. So um, yeah, I've got Donald on the on the 26th of March, and then uh, Arat on the 1st of April, 20th of April. Um, and then, yeah, back back to Donald and um, Matoa for, you know, winter race meetings. And then, yeah, b- bounce the ball come August 1 and, and, mm. and go all again.
3: Well, Penny, congratulations on the award. It's very well deserved uh, in a lot of ways. You're the, the heart and soul of racing in that area. So congratulations on, on the award and, and well done on all the work that you do there in the Western Districts.
5: Yeah, thank you so much. That's lovely. I appreciate it.
3: Penny Penfold joining us there, Matthew, who... Uh, I, I'm certain it's getting close to being the longest title there on LinkedIn. I reckon.
2: Imagine if she got rolled at the awards <laughs> night by someone who only represented one club, and she's sitting going, <laughs> like, "I represent seven, and yeah. I've got nothing." <laughs> no, she's
0: she's a, an absolute star, Penny. A delight to, to deal with, and so well respected in um, in in racing as well as country racing. So uh, great to see that recognition uh, yesterday on International Women's Day.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Bo Mertens today, Maddie. He's got the weight of a lot of punters on his shoulders because he's riding a heap of favourites at Bendigo today. And he's got to get ready for the first shortly. So we're going to have a chat to him now on Big V Racing on the road. Yeah, he's probably already at Bendigo, I'd say. Bo Mertens, he joins us now on Big V Racing. Good afternoon to you, Bo. Hey guys, how are we going? Yeah, not too bad. You, are you sitting in the car park ready to, go, ready to walk into the track? No, I'm about 20 minutes off.
2: So okay. It's a bit of a hit and run today, isn't it? Um, Celestial Harbour in race two, as, as Maddie said, the weight of the punting world on your shoulders at $1.70 and then uh, check on on in, in race three and then, and then you're off and gone. What about these two back-to-back runners today, Bowie?
6: Yeah, look, uh, just a couple of horses that I've had a little bit to do with. Um, Celestial Harbour one, of the just ridden track work. Through the week and stuff, it looks like a, a nice enough filly, so pretty excited to jump on her, and check it down, obviously rode him last started. Um, just ran into a couple nice horses, unfortunately, and just hopefully today is his day.
2: Are you off to packing them tonight as well? I haven't even looked. Do you got a few there?
6: Yeah, yeah. I've got... I had four. I've got a couple of scratchings now, so I'm just up in the first two races. Um, that's if the traffic going through Melbourne is kind to me. Otherwise, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. I, I might gonna, not make it. I was going to
3: say, you wouldn't want to muck around, Bo, so... 2.30, you've got the ride in the third at Bendigo and then you're in the first at Pakenham at 5.45. Gee, you wouldn't want that traffic to be a little bit ordinary, the Savo?
6: No, it's going to be a quick changeover after uh, that last race at Bendigo and hopefully straight in the car and hopefully straight out of there with no delays.
2: Hey, how is the left to right of Melbourne traffic going these days for for these, you know, little double header here and I don't know whether you get down the Hume and do the Greensboro turn off or go all the way around the Ring Road. Is it a bit touch-and-go when you're in a scenario like this where you're just not sure how the flow's going to be when you get closer to town?
6: Yeah. To be honest, you always pay of the worst because Melbourne traffic is terrible. Um, I know a lot of the boys that come from Melbourne Way down to Packham most Thursday nights uh, get caught in it all and it's um, just a grief getting down to there. So, look, I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be great, but fingers crossed it is.
3: Yeah, hopefully it's smooth sailing for you. Uh, anyway, and then you've got a heap of rides over the next couple of days as well. You're back at Pakenham tomorrow. They've got two meetings in a row like they did last week. Uh, you've also got uh, you got Kilmore and Pakenham tomorrow. Uh, and then Stony Creek on Sunday. So you're clocking up the Ks, Bo.
6: Yeah, just um, trying to do a bit of riding everywhere I can. Uh, getting a lot of uh, good opportunities and some nice horses throughout the week. So definitely uh, making the effort to go down to those places.
3: Yeah, are you just are you finding that you you're really just trying to as you say take as many opportunities as you can put your hand up wherever you possibly can at the moment
6: yeah for sure I think um, you go to in, in Melbourne racing it's very competitive um, you got jockeys like Damien Lane coming in today for the first and um, generally they go just about everywhere as well as um, us guys so you're competing with the best jockeys all the time throughout the week so you, you definitely take what you get and you travel for it
2: Um. Ethan Brown, we saw some lovely photos of him today with his thumb up and uh, I th- from memory you were one of the great allies to Ethan Brown when he was first down here and he was getting homesick and uh, I'm pretty sure you were one of the guys that really nursed him through that. What's your feelings at the moment about about Ethan?
6: Yeah, I got to see him um, on Tuesday night after Ballarat, when he just sort of was still in ICU at that point but he had a smile on his face um, or was loaded up on a fair few drugs to keep the pain away but uh, look it was very scary. I, I I went out and seen him the second he came down and um, look it's always it's always very gut wrenching to see things like that happen to anyone, especially your best mate. So um, I'm just glad to hear the news that he's he's on the mend and everything's gonna be okay.
3: Can I just ask Bo as a as a fellow rider as well when those sorts of things do happen and, and we all accept that being a competitive jockey is is a is, it can be a dangerous sport and you know you guys do a wonderful job and it can be at times a very courageous thing to do how difficult is it to watch one of your fellow riders one of your best mates you know suffer a fall like that and then see them see them you know go through some really serious surgeries does it does it really hit home
6: yeah it does um look, sometimes you we do it every day um it's a job for us so we we sort of have that stuff in the back of our mind and then and, when stuff like this does happen, it's a serious reminder of, yeah, like you said, how dangerous the sport is and how quickly things can turn, unfortunately. And um, look, like I said, it was very scary to see see the amount of damage that that, that fall did to Ethan um, and the amount of surgeries yet to go. So, um, look, it is it is scary and it is, it is always in the back of your head, I suppose. But um, it's something that you've got to sort of fade out and not really think about it because also you've got, at the same time you've got a job to do.
0: Bo, as Maddie mentioned, uh, a host of uh, runners over the next few days. If you were going to steer us into one or two that you think are going to be really hard to beat, who would they be?
6: Um, well, like today, I really like uh, my two chances today. I think they're really a really good couple of rides. Um, I'd, uh, if, if there was any of them, I'd probably say Checking um, Don's probably ready to go third up. A couple of places on the board, I think he's... Um, I think he's ready to win today, so I think
3: I can get the job done on him. All right, looking forward to following that at Bendigo this afternoon. Hey, Bo, appreciate your time. Safe travels for the rest of the journey and uh, good luck over the next couple of days with all your rides.
6: Thanks, guys.
3: Appreciate it. Have a good one. There's Bo Mertens joining us there. Yes, uh, gee, they, they do a good job, Matty. They hit the road, they travel long distances, you know, from track to track, multiple tracks over two days and then a huge book of rides over the weekend as well. Um, we can often look at the the glitz and the glamour and um, you know that side of the the industry but there's a real grind element to it as well isn't there
2: no and more so in harness racing Nikita as well I know you're from a harness racing family and before Gavin Lang died I was talking to him about the the average day in the life of Mm. someone who's a megastar like Gavin he said we spent a lot of time on dusty back roads and Bo Mertens was massive in helping Ethan Brown through that homesickness a few years ago and sort of Daddied him a bit, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he's a lovely guy, uh, Bo, and he's, uh, yeah, as you say, there's a lot of jockeys on roads driving around, isn't there?
0: Mm. Yeah, and especially jockeys trying to keep the weight down as well. So you might be a little bit fatigued or, or tired. You know, you, you have to miss a, a meal or two and um, and then you're driving from track to track. You've got time pressure on your side. So, look, it's probably the the side of things that we don't see as much, as you mentioned, the glitz and the glamour and, and the winners are, is what we celebrate, of course. But there is that side where people are, work so hard to achieve that.
2: And the industries, all of them have to be mindful of it. Ben Yole, the truck roll over yep. in Tassie at 2am. I know Dan Malecki's really antsy about meeting at Mildura finishing at 11 o'clock yep. at night and things like that. So Harness Race in Victoria has to be very aware of that with far-flung finishers. Like, where the hell are they finishing a harness meeting at yep. 11 o'clock, 11.30 at night? It's just bizarre.
3: Yeah, I think it's something that people will have to become, uh, the whole industry, all industries, three codes will have to become more aware of in the coming years for sure. We'll go to Shep in a moment. On the other side of that, Nikita, I will grab your what caught my eye this way. Hey, Nikita, did you know if you go to rsn.net.au, you can register for Dino's Formula Bet and uh, we are going to continue calling it Dino's Formula Bet in honour of the great man. Um, And what that gets you is a $40 bet on uh, both of Mark Hunter's two best bets on a Friday ahead of Saturday and also $40 on the all-up, so... I'll might be doing be, that Might be worth afternoon. jumping
0: on. I will, absolutely. Add
3: your name to the long list of people that are keen to get that formula each and every week. What caught your eye this
0: week? Uh, obviously, Penny uh, winning that award yesterday uh, as part of International Women's Day. That was... Caught my eye. I thought that was uh, that was fantastic to see. Um, so yeah, that was that was mine this week.
3: Absolutely. Uh, enjoy the weekend, Nikita. Busy weekend of country racing. Those five country cups lie ahead. Enjoy that, and uh, look forward to listening to you dissect it all next week on the country racing show. I'm off next week, so yourself and Maddie Stewart will be doing a wonderful job. I've got no doubt. You're my co-host next Thursday. Looking forward Do you- to it.